Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you serious? Hello, this is Hard to Kill an Hour. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you in advance for killing some time with us. I'm Marcus Bronzy, and today I'm joined by a good mate of mine, good friend of the show, Gadgets Boy, a.k.a. Tommy. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm nice. I'm nice, man. Great I'm very, very nice. Again, man. It's been a while. It has been a while. And you know what? It's been a while. Obviously, oh, it's the elephant in the room, isn't it? Coronavirus. Elephant yeah. in the world. Like, yeah, we've not been able to catch up as much, really. So, whereas we usually would have caught up a few times... Over the last year, I feel like I've seen you once. Like the other day I saw you, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was random as well, right? <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely random. Like, uh, uh, Tommy, I, I got a really nice cool car, can I show it to you? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, you know, we can talk about that as our, as our, as our killer bit as well, actually. So um, you got your hands on the Ford Marquis. Yeah, that's that's it. And uh, before we, before we get into it though, uh, how do you say uh, Marquis? Because you say it as Marquis. Marquis, Marquis. Yeah. But I, I say Marquis, so Marquis. I, and, and then sometimes I slip and I say Marquis. So I'm just like, how are you, you meant to say it? I think, do you know what? I was a bit baffled by it, but it's it's Muck, isn't it? M-A-C-H, so it's Muck, like the speed, Muck, like Muck 3. Was there, right. a, was there a razor from, was there a Muck 3 razor? There wasn't it. There was a uh, Muck 3 from Gillette. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's supposed to be like speed. So I think you say Muck, Muck, Muck. Ah, uh, as long as people know what you're saying, it's fine. Mackie. But yeah, before the video, I was like, am I saying this right? But anyway, I ended up going with Mackie yeah. uh, throughout the whole video. Yeah, yeah, you're winning, man. You're winning. Um, yeah, what was your experience with it? I spoke about it quite a bit on last week's show, but it'll be interesting to hear hear what your kind of vibe was about it. Um, I don't know. I think it's one of those cars that's like, it's it's like a last thought, the whole, the whole package. I think when I saw it at the launch event, last last year maybe or the year before i can't even remember now everything's all a blur i was excited about it because i saw the you know like the door entry system i saw the big display inside it but as you do at launch events you're you're very much your thought about a product is very much clouded by the event and the environment and all the you know glamorizing of it all the lights and stuff but spending more time with it i was like even when i when you brought the the one round to show me, I was still like, "Oh, this is nice," mm. but sat in it and driving it around myself, I just I was left feeling like this is the last thought. Like there's so much, so much mishmash of everything in there. Like the 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 door entry thing was cool with the button when you press it. The, the, there's no door handle, but the keypad entry thing is a bit useless because here in the UK, for example, and I'm assuming mostly most out of Europe as well, will be the same. 
would be that, sorry, mostly in Europe would be the same as well, is the fact that that doesn't actually, like your insurance company won't pay pay attention to that. They don't add that, take that into consideration at all. So if really? you use it and someone breaks into your car, that, that's on you. And I don't, I don't even know how, how legal they are as well in terms of using them in this part of the world. And then you get in the car, it's just full of like cheap plastic and like you're thinking this is a £40,000 electric car that's meant to feel premium from Ford. But but then again, I can't remember the last time I drove a Ford that was like, okay, this is super premium. They're very good at using their plastics and stuff like that uh, inside of the car. So like then you look at the main display in the middle, like a big 15-inch display, it's like... It's nice to have a big display. I don't mind it at all, but it just looks slapped in the middle. And then the user interface doesn't really take into account what the display is. So the user experience is a bit off. You load some applications and they don't really fill up, fill the screen properly. And even, even when you press the fill the screen, expand screen button, then it doesn't really work on top of what's below it sometimes. And then you go to the instrument cluster, you see that the steering wheel is like nearly covering the speedometer, the speedometer, and then you're thinking, have they just slapped that on there at the last minute, mm. or what was the what was the thought process behind this? Um, and then you look at the key as well. The key looks like a key from a Ford Mondeo or or a Fiesta key fob. And if you're going to take off the Ford branding off the whole car, you might as well give it a new key as well. Like change the key fob. I know it's something tiny, but think about it. Most people that spend that sort of money, they want to show off. Do you think that could have been what? an opportunity for something cool there? They could have done something cool with that. They don't even have to overdo it. I mean, look at Tesla. It's just a card entry that looks proper slick. Like, I'd like to put it on my table and take a picture of that and put it on, on Instagram stories just to flex. But mm. I'm not flexing with a Ford Marquee key fob. It just looks <laughs> wrong in every way. That's like, <laughs> it's like, it must be the last thought. Like, you got you got Tesla's one, you got Polestar. Even Polestar, of all, of all car makers, their key fobs still look... It's not that nice, but it's updated, it's new, you know. It goes with the whole key fob design language that you that you see around these days. But yeah, that's that was my thought with it. And then it does it's not fast, it's it's sluggish. Um for an electric car it should be like quick, you should be able to feel that push. The torque is not all there. And then the the tires as well, they're not low profile, so you tend to bounce a lot um when you go over speed bumps, like bigger bigger longer bumps like if you go over a slopey road or something as you go over the slope the, the 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 hill and you go back down you feel the car the whole car just bounces and when you go around corners you feel the weight just shift because it's such a heavy car and uh, if you go over potholes as well it's just so hard such a hard ride but yeah i think for me it's a no like i wouldn't i wouldn't spend money on it so a lot of work um, to be done there then, yeah? A lot of work to be done to it. I, I, I get that this is their first attempt properly, that is. But yeah, they, they need to take on board a lot of pointers and do some tweaking. Okay then, all and right. I believe, the, I believe the range on it as well. It's like on par with like the Polestar 2, but I'd rather go to Polestar. Um, unless you absolutely need a big car when, you know, a big car with big space in it. Yeah, right across the board on electric vehicles, I think there needs to just be a general push of mileage. Do you know what I mean? I want to, I want to start seeing six hundred plus real life mileage yeah, on a full charge, hundred percent. On on the contrary to that, for me though, I think they need to work on fast charge network because of course. if my car has, if my car comes with two hundred miles on the range, that's more than enough to get me to. Uh, I don't know. We went to Isle of Wight the other day. Like I don't. I, you know, that will get me to the Isle of Wight easily. Yeah. And then on the way back, I can plug it in for like, if it, if it charges up in 20 minutes, that's 20 minutes essential break I'd need to take anyway. Mm -hmm. So pull up 20 minutes, quick charge, get food, get some drink, go to the toilet, back in the car, it's fully charged. I've got another 200 miles I can carry on. So for me, 
having 600 miles is not even all that. Like, think about it. Your uh, internal combustion engine cars, a lot of them do, I don't know, 450, 500. They do that sort of mileage, but you still top up your fuel anyway. But you don't think about it because you know for sure you're going to find the filling station kind of thing. But yeah, if they can take the same model for electric cars, making it that people know for sure they'll find the fast charge electric charge station, Mm. then Bob's your uncle. Nice one. Nice one. Uh, Speaking of cars, I also had to go on the Audi Q2 as well, which was, uh, it's like their SUV crossover with kind of, I don't know, when I try and place it, I kind of tell people that it's like, imagine an A3 on stilts, basically, or an A1 on stilts. That's what they're kind of going for at the moment. Did you did you ever drive on that as well recently, Q2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I drove it probably last last month, I think. Yeah. And it's 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 one of those cars where I like I like Audis and I'm biased with Audi cars, um, just to just to put out front. But <laughs> <laughs> the first time I drove the Audi Q2, I thought, ah, oh, this is excellent. It's like a compact version of a Q3, Q4, I think. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of small, but not too small that you don't have enough space in it. But you still get enough leg room, you get enough headroom, like boot space is, is nice. Mm. But the tech inside is just outdated. Like if you've yeah. driven any Audi that's come out in the last, say, six months, eight, six to eight months, you know that you get a new, you know, new infotainment system, new instrumental, instrument cluster, etc. Like this doesn't feel like a new car. Like, I'm trying to think of what they've, apart from the exterior, they've, they've, you know, done the facelift design job on the exterior, which yeah. looks really nice. But when you get in, it just feels like another Audi Q2 from the first one I drove a year or two ago. So I feel like that's the only letdown for the car for me. But otherwise, it feels it feels nice. It's still a nice car. Do you know what? The, the one I had was, I think we had the same color, you know, it was a light blue. I can't remember where the Audi yeah, blue yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't um, remember the official name for that blue. But yeah, yeah, and it was a bit of a head turner, you know. I can't lie. Like it wasn't like a neck a, a, a neck breaker, should we say? But a few people were like, "Oh, that's nice." Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and yeah, yeah. For a car of that size, I suppose I kind of see it for somebody who either travels into the city quite a bit or lives in like an area that isn't like pure countryside because mm. it's it's parkable in a in smaller parking spaces, but you also got a little bit of size in it as well. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Like the infotainment system does need a bit of a refresh to bring it up to date with everything. Maybe, maybe, and I don't know where it would, I don't know the answer to this question, Tommy, but maybe the screen needs to move somewhere different. Like, you I know, the screen looks know. like it pops I, up. For me, I don't know. I don't know if it needs to go somewhere else. Yeah, it does need to go. It needs to like blend in better than where it is because I hate how it sticks up just and does, sticks it doesn't up. go back down. Yeah. Um, and then also, if they can just put Apple CarPlay in there or Android Auto, that, mm. that that's enough for now for me yeah. because... Yeah. If I plug that in, it brings it up to date a little bit. Yeah. Start using it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a strange one. Yeah, that's the one. Actually, the, I'll be honest, the one I was in did have Apple CarPlay, actually. So they've put, popped it into that model now. So... All right. Yeah, so, nice. so we're all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but you know what? It, it, I can't... I've got to be honest, though. The only thing, like, that I was thinking when I, when I gave it back was just, like, I need to be in the SQ2 now. <laughs> I, 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 need, I need a ruder version of this. That's the only thing. It's, it's, not, it's nice, but I was like, now nah, this must... This could be... This potentially could be very naughty. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so I've been yeah, eyeing yeah, it up yeah. and I'm, I might try and try that out too because I'm a kind of guy where I, I don't necessarily just want a car for pure speed. But when I was in it, I was like, oh, if they give this the little Quattro vibe, this could yeah. be quite a naughty one. Have, you, yeah, have you seen the RSQ3? I've seen the RSQ3. That looks absolutely filthy. Yeah, that looks yeah, naughty. In, in, in lime green. Mm, yeah. yeah. I don't know the official colour for that again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me there, but yeah, it's, oh. Yeah. There's a guy that, there's one, like literally a couple of doors down and 
the guy parks it on the weekends, I think you might be someone visiting or something. I don't know. But what, yeah. boy. when it starts up, how does it how does it sound? It must sound normal. Oh, depends if you're starting cold or hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you start yeah. if you start the engine cold, it just sounds like proper like it sounds good. Mm. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, man. So yeah, like the the SQ2, I think it's it's cheekily tuned and nice. I feel like it's an affordable version of the RSQ3. Do you know what I mean? That, like yeah, the RSQ3 just looks like. It's naughty, man. It's got that high performance feel to it. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I should eye that up as well. But honestly, like SQ2, you know, I was thinking that could be a nice little, if you want a little bit of a rude boy car for a little drive around, that could be the one. Uh, anyway, enough about car stuff. Um, I had a go on a pair of headphones. You probably saw me banging on about them on Instagram recently, um, Tommy, some Turtle Beach ones. Um, now, I'm really funny with headphones. Like, I, I try a lot of headphones, but I'll be honest, I always go back to the same ones. So whether that be like I'm doing podcasting, I'll always end up with my Sennheisers. If I'm using like day-to-day stuff, headphones, I'll always use uh, the AirPod 2, not the AirPod Pros, the AirPod 2s for like loads of specific reasons, not just how they sound and stuff. So I'm really like up for trying new headphones, but I'll probably always end up going back to the same things. And with gaming, I had these Turtle Beach ones called Elite Atlas. I don't think, actually no, they are still on sale, but... They're like not known as like the most popular pair of headphones for Turtle Beach or headphones out there, but you know when you just like what you like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. like it could be like coffee, you know, you just like the kind of coffee that you like, you know. Yeah. Someone gives you something else, you're like, oh, that's nice, but then you go back to drinking your coffee. So I got Is that the se- same as the Stealth. Because I'm looking at your tweets, it's a Stealth Seven Hundred Gen Two, that one, right? Yeah. So that, I got sent those, and I was like, okay, cool. Here's another pair of headphones to try, um, and we'll see how they go. Right. And, and that's for your is that for ps or xbox for playstation for playstation but do you know what i think though i need to double check i think that these are in i think with the design now you could plug in the same usb dongle into an xbox and it would read it you know i need to try it i will try that actually and i'll let you know if you click the link in the show description because i I have a feeling that you can get away with using it in other environments but yeah you got a little dongle on it that you plug into your playstation the headphones go over your head um so they're they're truly wireless and they work with your gaming and when i was playing cod tommy i'll I'll be honest with you bro it sounded a lot better man long story short it just sounded like a real professional pair of headphones like call of duty is a game now where you need headphones to play properly if you're going to be in with a competing chance because you need to hear people creep into your left and your right Mm -hmm. you need to hear where gunshots are coming from and these sounded great so that's for starters they just sounded good i was like cool they sound good um, they got a cool little mic that pops out from the headset. You fold it down, you can talk. If you fold it halfway up, it mutes. That's cool. That's good. They sound really, really good. So that's basically where I thought, all right, these are decent. Um, another thing that I saw in them is you actually can press a button on them where it kind of does, it compresses the sound. So they call it super hearing mode or whatever, but I was just like, I, I call it Call of Duty mode, man. Um, basically, <laughs> it super compresses the sound so you can hear people to your left and your right. Um, mm. And it's kind of intense. It's not sort of setting that I'd like to leave it on, but it's it's cool. It's interesting. And here's what I really like about these. Yeah, this is. I don't even know if they designed this deliberately, but I can connect my phone to these to set it up. Like you can mess with the settings, the EQ, and whatever. And what I realized is I was playing a game, and my phone rang, and I and I heard it through the headphones, and I answered the phone call and started having a conversation, and I could still hear the audio from COD whilst I was having a chat on my phone. I don't know whether they designed that, but I realised that you could have your phone hooked up to these, watch a YouTube video whilst you're playing a computer game at the same time, or play play music that you want to listen to whilst you're driving around playing a game or something. 
Sick. Interesting. Is that is that distracting though, or is it, it kind of nicely could, faded? It could be. So like when the phone rings, the, the the sound dips down in the game. Answer it, and the sounds in the background, you, and then you can carry on playing. Um, and when you cut it off, it comes up again. Yeah, it, of course, answering people, a phone call can be distract, distracting, so I could disconnect it. But I just thought, yeah. wow, okay, not bad. And the people people in the game, can they hear your phone call? No, I double checked that. I was worried. I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Oh, you yeah, trying yeah. to sweet? You trying to sweet talk? Talk wifey while you're yeah, gaming? And people yeah. are like, who's this moist guy? Yeah, on, yeah, baby, just one more game, one more game, one more game. <laughs> Cut it off. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking to my guy to tell her that I had to play a few more games and you know, level up my gun. But um, as a, as a as a sketch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we should do that, man. But yeah, no. That in in short, bro. Like honestly, I always go back to the same headphones. I always go back to my Elite Atlas Pros, and I've still got them next to me in case I need to. But these these Turtle Beach, um, yeah, these Gen 2 700s, honestly, I've tried headphones before and said, yeah, they're all right. These are the ones that I think could could move me forward. These could be the ones I get stuck on for a little while, bro. Nice. You know what, you know what though? I'm, I'm quite, I'm, I'm probably the anomaly. Like, I, I actually hate playing Call of Duty with headphones on. Really? Unless I'm, unless I'm playing Warzone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like I, I actually prefer playing with no audio, no sound. I don't really? want to hear anything. Yeah. So yeah, you just yeah. want to hear like tunes in the background as you're running around. I've yeah. So like I, I play better when I can't hear the sound from the actual game because I can. Wow. Fi- I know where people. I know the maps. Yeah. I know. I know people's habits in the maps and stuff. Yeah. And I get into like a routine. I get into like a routine that as soon as I go on, I know where to run to straight away. I know. Sick. The direction I'm going, I know where the danger zones are. If people are going to come through the left door, past the little bridge on one of the maps, for example, I know where they're going to come from or where people hide. Nice. So for me, I just zone out and go to those areas and do what I need to do. Nice. Well, in Black Ops anyway, Cold War. Yeah, yeah, Black Ops. All right, cool. I need to find you when I'm online. I'm like, like when I'm trying to level up my guns. I need to be playing with you. I haven't, I haven't played with you online. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that, man. Ah. We'll do that. I'm not amazing, but right. I'm, I can get down with it. Warzone's yeah, yeah. interesting. I so, think Warzone you so definitely need headphones for. Well, yeah, do you mean yeah, so? Yeah. I say no. I'm all right. I'm just all right. I never said I'm that good. I never said I'm that good. <laughs> You're one of those uh, people that play FIFA, and they go, "Oh yeah, no, I'm all right. I haven't played in like years, man." <laughs> and then they get on and they beat you like five 0 but they still sat there going, "Oh man, it's been a while, man." Like, yeah, yeah. Me, it's been. A-. You're like, yeah, shut up. Do you know how you know when somebody gets on and then they're like one second and they start going into the advanced settings? Oh, they start changing the settings, and you're like, I think oh, that's tactics though, most of the time. Yeah, I, yeah. I do, I do it to make people think I'm good, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> So they're just moving around numbers, willy yeah, yeah, yeah. not knowing I'm, what they're I'm, doing. I'm putting the next player in, but really and truly, <laughs> it makes no difference to my style of play. <laughs> That'd be jokes, man. But um, but yeah, man, that's that's those Turtle Beach 700 Gen Twos. Um, nice. If I'm honest, bro, like I'm trying to find fault. All right, here's 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 a, a fault in them because it's got new tech in it for the fold down mic. I don't think they're as durable, like because I, you know, you can get up and drop headphones or knock them around because it's got this new tech in it. I think if you dropped it on the mic. The mic could snap off, whereas on the right. Atlas Elite, uh, Atlas Elites, it's like this bendy, you know, that bendy wire material. That yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you can't really, you know, I could throw them in a rucksack and walk to my friend's house or dr- that, dash them on the floor. Not that I would. And they'll be right. These, I can't see myself throwing them on the floor mm-hmm. and then being all right. So, yeah, you've got to be a bit more careful with them. Do you know what I, I mean? Think, yeah. They seem reasonably priced as well. £130 sounds about right for gaming headsets, to be honest. Yeah, man. Turtle Beach are known for... Like they're probably one of the best, if not the best, when it comes to gaming headsets. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Um, speaking of sound, actually, you got you got a microphone that you're using today, sounding pretty nice. 
Yeah, like I've got this uh, Shaw MV7 podcast microphone actually for a while. Um, and the the aim of it is it's, it's on a pricey side. It's £259 to buy. And mm. it got sent to me a while ago and I was hoping that I'd start some sort of podcast with uh, John. But we just haven't been able to figure out how to A, schedule, B, how to record uh, remotely without any issues. Um, but yeah, I think, again, we're so busy that we just, I don't know how that would work. But anyway, <laughs> the mic itself is, is um, it's a dynamic mic and it's got, you can use mm. USB or XLR. So depending on what your connect- connection settings is. Um, like I've got Scarlett to, uh, to i2, which I could uh, hook, hook it up to if I want to, for example. And you get a really good audio from that as well, because that's like your uh, your main box that does all the digital conversions and whatnot. But yeah, but otherwise it's a plug and play. And on the mic itself, you got like a touch control where you can easily adjust the the the, the output and the input as well. But one thing I really like about it though is it comes with the software that you can use to. It's called Motive, uh, Shure Plus Motive, and basically on there you can you can do presets, you can mute your mic, you can mix the monitor and the playback as well. So right now I can hear you from my headphones that I've plugged into the mic itself. Nice. Um, and I can hear myself, so I can sort of monitor level. Uh, you can change the mic position as well. So if you're near or far away from it. So at the moment I've got it from, I've got it at far because my desk is in, is in between us. Um, and then you can change the tone as well. So you can do from dark to natural and bright. So the natural is just like your voice as it is. Uh, dark is what I've got on now. So if anyone thinks I'm some, I've got a deep voice. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm using it. I'm using the dark mode, but I can demo it quickly. Actually, if I go, because uh, it's quite it's real time as well. So this is now natural mode. See, I, I don't know if you can hear the difference there. And then if you go into bright, so bright sort of like basically makes everything a bit high pitch and sorry high pitch, high pitch what? Um, and also uh, changes make sure that it's just my voice, like you can hear the clarity in the voice. Um, but dark mode, which is what I've put it back on now, mm. would be what radio presenters would use in a radio studio. It's like a, it makes your voice a lot more authoritative. Like, oh, mm. oh. Sounds warm, sounds a lot warmer. Yeah, you could hear those, yeah, you could yeah, hear you clicking it. between those. Yeah, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've, I've, I've had for, for a bit now. And I, I did a review on it on my YouTube, so if you want to check it out, it's right there. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, gadgets boy on YouTube. Yeah, very, very active, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. It sounds quick, sounds quick good. There. Sounds <laughs> good. I'd like to have a go on it as well because we use we do use short microphones here, and I've used them for years actually. So back when I was doing DJing and stuff like that, they were kind of like the go to industry leader, like you know, Shure SM SM fifty eight. Yeah, and then, oh, sorry, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah SM fifty eight was like the club mic that we'd use. You know, put it in a bag, you could take a beat and up, and it sound good. And then yeah, SM seven Bs is what we use here when we're doing pods and stuff. But um, yeah, the MV7 looks like they're trying to move towards that range of microphone that is, let's say, more affordable, more podcast friendly as well. Because, for example, the SM7B is a great mic, but it takes some fiddling with if you don't know what you're doing. Like, but if you yeah. do know what you're doing, it's a bit, it's easy where out of the box. It sounds like that the MV7 sounds like a really, really good microphone. Yeah, and you, I'd like to you, get my hands on it. You bang on there. Like when I spoke to them um, during the briefing, they said that as well, like with the... SM7B, a lot of people, uh, like, th- what their feedback was, if you don't know what you were doing with it, it just means you don't really get the best uh, yeah. audio quality. So they've made this as simple as possible. It's so straightforward, even the software that comes with it. Yeah, man. Uh, it's just straightforward, and you can change auto level if you don't want to tweak anything, or you can go into manual and change some more settings there as well. But yeah, it's pretty slick. Nice. Yeah, definitely the one, man. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Sounds real good. Um, yeah, so what else have we got to talk about? Um, speaking of tech stuff, actually, Rhodes sent me some uh, leads and stuff the other day, actually. Right. I spoke about that. Um, again, I think the key to podcasting is, and I'm someone who loves audio, yeah, is not, the key is not being an absolute, like, ma- not making it a challenge for you, for your cons- customers when they use stuff, do you know what I mean? So they can make the best content. And with podcasting, I feel like the whole reason it's blown up is because people can access equipment and kit and record stuff that's of a decent quality in their house. So Rode have kind of tried to do that with their products over the years as well. So, you know, obviously the Rodecaster Pro is a thing, you know, it's a big, it's a big deal. Um, it's a desk that we use here at the studio. We've spoken about here a lot, but they've also released some leads as well. Um, I'll go through them super quick because they've got a TRRS lead, which is basically a lead that helps you connect your mobile phone to the desk. Cool, whatever. They've got some identification rings, which just means that you know which mic is plugged into which part of the desk. They're like these little color-coded things. They're cool. Giving you some little jack adapters. They're cool. But they've but what I do like is they've given me this thing called a DC USB one. And it basically right. means that I can take this desk, which is really, you know, can make some studio quality output on it. I can take my microphones and I can power my desk with a USB hub now. So right. not a USB hub, sorry, a power bank. So you can now take this podcast um, studio on the road with you. So I could like, for example, say, for example, me and you wanted to go out on the road and record a podcast, like maybe me, yourself and Gadgets John. If we were doing like something with, with, a, with MV7s, we need, you know, a hub to plug all the microphones into and to record them, right? Mm-hmm, or sure. we need to make sure we have the technology. But with this kit here, I could just take a power bank, the um, the road mixing desk, a couple of mics, plug it in, and we'd have studio quality sound. Do you know what I mean? Right. Straight yeah, away yeah. on yeah, the yeah. go, which is quite cool, quite nice. I mean, that's that's such a that's such a cool setup. The way you just described it. Mm. <laughs> mm. Should we do cool. it? Let's do it. Yeah, for real. Do the road show. Get get it. Get out to kill an hour on road. Uh, the road show. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Anyway, yeah, so that's how me and uh, Tommy have been killing time in the world recently. Um, I mean, there's so much just going on out there as per usual. Um, you've said a few things that you wanted to discuss recently. Uh, I mean, there's iPhone 13 leaks and rumours. You're usually really across them, bro. 
Um, you know what? This is the first time I've probably uh, sat back a bit from <clears throat> the leaks and rumours. But again, you can't really get away from it when it comes to social media, can you? Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, there's there's been lots of rumours flying around, like a new chip, the new A15 chip. Um, they 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 reckon this. Well, as always, it'll be it's five nanometer process. Um, but uh, some are saying you you're, you're expecting the sort of performance leap that you get with like the M1 Mac. Uh, that we've seen already. Um, smaller notch is flying around, but I don't know if that'll that'll be a reality, to be honest, because Apple are quite stubborn when it comes to these things. Mm-hmm. Um, bigger battery. Again, battery hasn't really been an issue on the iPhone 12 Pro. I think, actually, I, I lie. <laughs> it barely lasts me a day, to be honest. <laughs> um, so <laughs> if they can sort out that battery, that would be really nice. Um, I'm trying to think of what else they can do to it. Maybe Wi-Fi 6E uh, for faster and about you know performance and st- uh, stability when it comes to Wi-Fi connectivity. Um, the biggest, I think, the biggest thing that people are asking for is 120 hertz refresh rate uh, on the screen side of things. So, like gamers who thinks Android are smashing it with 120 hertz gaming, like on the Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra, for example. People are looking forward to that on the iPhone iPhone 13. But to be honest, again. Apple are quite stubborn, so if they don't th- if if they don't see that as a necessity, they won't, and they'll give you a really good marketing led uh, reason why it's not necessary. <laughs> yeah, they are the marketing wizards, though, man. Absolute wizards, man. It's absolute like mar- like. Do you know what it is though? I have to say this: like what Apple have shown me again and again, though, is it's not always what you have; it's how you package it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, for example, and I think. There's good, obviously there's positives and negatives to it. For those who want the best out there, I would always say technology-wise, if you want the best phone, the best camera on your phone, whatever, I'd say Apple isn't really always in the always in the conversation. I know there's been some outliers, great video this time around. But if you want something that is maybe slightly easier to use if you're not that tech savvy, I feel like right. they've got the kind of, you know, they've got the 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 the, the beginner market you know what I mean? If somebody wants to take iPhone photography or they want a phone that just works, is decent. I think they've mm-hmm. kind of got that market cornered. For them, I feel like Apple's Apple's motto, I always say, is there should be, it just works. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it just yeah, works. Yeah. And I get it. It's like, for example, with the microphone stuff, it's like, I, I love an SM7B, like I said, like I, but you know, it takes some audio processing. If I'm somebody who's not into that, it might be long for me to get something to make sure that the sound is sounds right, get a preamp, whatever. I just want it to work. Do you know what I mean? I want to get busy yeah, with, yeah. with recording my podcast instead of f- yeah. fiddling around with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very true. I think you're right. I, like that ease of use is something that people buy into when it comes to Apple product mm. uh, in, in general. And like it's it's the, the the new iPhone 12 Pro is probably one of the strongest one they've made as well. Like I've dropped that thing so many times, and it's still like considering <laughs> the kind of drops that I've done. It's still it's still standing. It looks good. It looks fine. I don't have in a case. I hate cases. Yeah. Um, so brave, bruv. Whenever I see you, Tommy, Tommy, oh, I'm just like, bro, Tommy, loud that man. Put a case on it. You're like, no, I like to go raw. I put, I always do it for a bit. Um, like I'd put a case on it for, I don't know, for like a week, like the first couple of weeks or something that I have it. And then eventually I'll take it off and it's like having a new phone again. And you're like, oh my God. And then, yeah, it's, oh, it's one of those things I, I don't do cases. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious, man. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, you know, it's one of it's one of those ones, man. In terms of the 13, though, what would you like? 
to have what's the most important thing to you? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the mic actually. Apart from battery, because I feel like all of us are like, give me better battery. I just want yeah, better battery. Real. Yeah. Um on the phone, I think it'd be the camera. Like mm. if if my phone can shoot amazing some amazing photos or videos and you know it's stable, I'd I'd be happy. Mm. Yeah, mm. and mm. I think they already do that. Like a lot of them already yeah. do that. So I'm not really complaining about camera quality at the minute. It's more battery life. Battery life you want in it? Yeah, hundred percent. That's it, man. Hundred percent. That's it. That's yeah. It. All right. Cool. All right. That's the phone world. I mean, crypto stuff. You talk about crypto online. You're somebody who's quite open about investing in in, in cryptocurrency. There's been a bit of talk about it recently in terms of it, it continuing to kind of go up alongside other tech giants like um, Tesla as well in terms of their stock going up. Where where are we at with cryptocurrency? In fact, for somebody who, me, I'm not as savvy of cryptocurrency, I understand a bit about blockchain. What is the hype about cryptocurrency? Um, I think the basis of it is just the fact that it's not controlled by the banks. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you, when you get one of them, it's, you're, you're basically in control of it. It's secure, it's encrypted. So your your transactions are encrypted, which means people do use it for, all kind of different reasons, but I think that's the main thing. People just want to break out of the banks telling you what to what you know what the value is and stuff like that. But with with crypto, the value could go up, the value could go down anytime, um, and that's some of the beauty of what crypto is. Yeah, I hear that, and and as somebody that's invested, I mean, I presume you're you're doing all right in the moment. You're not struggling with cryptocurrencies. You're not seeing a bad oh, man. day. I think I think uh, it depends. Everyone's as everyone's feeling the hit at the moment when it comes to stocks and shares and yeah. uh, crypto in general. Um, but I think it's 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 a long term thing for me. So I, I barely look at it. I don't even know. I haven't looked at it in a while. Um, just because I'm just like every, if you look at it every day, you're going to depress yourself looking at the charts, <laughs> just going up and down with crypto because. Elon Musk tweets something about it and boom, it goes up or down. You don't know. Um, so you can't keep looking at it. But I think if, you, if you're if you one of those people who managed to get it when it was like a really low price, even at £700, for example, um, you're lucky because you'll never lose, basically. So I, I can't imagine crypto, like Bitcoin value going, going back all the way back there. I think it's like on £40,000 plus at the minute. I don't even know on top of my head uh, for one Bitcoin. Um but what's great about it is, though, everyone can still get into it. Like, you can buy bits of it. You don't have to buy a whole coin. Yeah, you don't have to buy... Yeah, you don't have to spend 40k on getting a whole coin. You can get a little bit and get involved. You, you I can mean, get 50 pounds worth. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I, I would say with investing, like, if you don't know about something, like, try and read up as much as possible and just try a little bit. Like, I always say with investing is like smart gambling. Some people that yeah. know, you know, football's ins and outs, they can make money every single week betting on the football, but... As somebody who doesn't know football, I might just be like, yeah, let me just put a tenner on Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. not, that's not going to be my last £10 because if it's my last £10 that I need to eat or pay bills, maybe it's time for me to not invest that. Maybe it's time for me to use that for eating and paying bills. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I don't I don't bet on football. Like you said, I don't understand it. That I like football. I, like, I love watching it for the entertainment, but I'm not fully in it in the sense, in the sense that I'm not reading news about it every day or you know, seeing, studying the team, seeing their mm. formation change and tactics change and blah, 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 week in, week out to be able to go, actually, if so-and-so is playing next week, that we're looking to score 2-1, it's going to be a 2-1 game kind of thing. Yeah. To bet on that. I, I don't understand it that well enough to do to that. To score we'll first. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't follow it well enough to do that. So, yeah, I'd never touch it. But um, 
things where like like crypto or like stocks and stuff, I tend to sit down and just read about these companies and see their um, see their financials and see their uh, projections and stuff like that. It's enough to go actually that that would be worth a good investment. And then also monitoring what's going on around the world. Yeah, that might affect those things. And yeah, just go from there and pick wisely. So yeah. I think the, the key thing is to just do your research on each things before you get into it, and then don't spend money that 100%. you can't. That if it's like a it's like your savings, don't put in, don't put it into it. But if it's like a some, I don't know, your nan gave you a spare five hundred pounds somewhere, then and you're not going to cry about losing five hundred pounds, then why not put it exactly into, put it all on Dogecoin? <laughs> put it all on Dodge. <laughs> no, don't, yeah, that's do that. not an official. No, no, yeah, no, no, that's yeah. Not. <laughs> don't put it all on Dodge. Um, another thing that Bitcoin is doing, or should we say, like cryptocurrency in in general, but I'm going to focus on Bitcoin, uh, is it's using a lot of electricity. So mining is the process of creating yeah. a new Bitcoin by using a computational puzzle. So it's like necessarily to, to maintain the ledger of transactions upon which the Bitcoin is based. Basically, it's a very sophisticated way of making sure the, the Bitcoin is made and also it is distributed in a way that is, is safe for all parties, whether you're spending it or keeping it. Now, miners have had to use quite complex computers, more and more complex with more processing power to to mine Bitcoin by helping to create, by helping to make their computer part of the process which creates the blockchain. But apparently it's using so much energy at the moment, it's over 121.36 terawatt hours a year. So basically Bitcoin is using more electricity than Argentina at the moment. Wow. Crazy, right? Which is 121 of the same measurement. Uh, and UAE is using 113. So that's absolutely crazy that Bitcoin is using so much electricity, which kind of leads me to kind of thinking like, is, is, the, is the next, next kind of step with Bitcoin to be able to do like sustainable Bitcoin <laughs> mining? Yeah, it's, it's um, in terms of its green, green uh, credentials, it's one of the lowest at the bottom yeah. of the pile like it's really bad um but when, when we say that no one's comparing it to how much electricity and how much waste is involved in actual fiat money like whether it's store, storing money wherever they're storing it how much it costs mm. to, to store the money where it is um mm-hmm. transporting money mm-hmm. that, that that's bad for the environment as well um Paper, the paper itself that's been used, for example, uh, it's not like they recycle it like, like per se. They chop them up and exactly. stuff for secure reasons. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I won't go into it, but like things that people roll up money for. There's so many <laughs> different. <laughs> there's so many different sides to it, you know. Like, but people don't really touch on that. But people that are Bitcoin crypto haters, they yeah, they will come up with all these stats that's very biased. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find it fascinating that it uses so much energy, man. I mean, do you yeah, think yeah. it could be possible to set up your own little uh, Bitcoin mine, which is solar powered? Um, no, because like it's the the equipment that it uses to mm. to to mine the coins are very uh, power hungry. So, like for example, I don't know if you saw the Nvidia uh, RTX, one of the latest one, not the th- I think it's thirty yeah. thirty eighty. Well, this one of the what new ones that they released anyway. That's got um. It's on the affordable side, but yeah. it's been used a lot for Bitcoin mining, uh, the GPU itself, and it, it's power hungry as you can imagine. But the I think Nvidia realised that that's what people are doing with it, so they're taking out parts of it that allows people to use it for Bitcoin mining. Yeah, 
which is quite fascinating. So you can buy it. It's powerful for gaming and stuff and coding. But they put the parts of it that makes it optimized for Bitcoin mining, they've taken that bit out. Uh, so people can stop, you know, like scalpers can stop buying it, buying them in bulk just to do these things. But to be honest, people that are serious about it don't care about don't care about these things. They'll buy the proper stuff that they need either way. So because they'll make the money back easily. It's crazy though, isn't it? Like that, that this is what we've got to do. Like people are using, you know, by scalping all of these and the, yeah. the value of these have gone up so much as well. It's exactly. crazy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but, man. All right, yeah. Um, also, another thing that you said you wanted to talk about is obviously the new e-tron, back on electric cars, but the new Audi e-tron GT. Woo! Man, that thing's a beauty. Have you, what, which, <sighs> have you seen all the colours flying around? I've seen the green, I don't know, uh, the, I've seen the green colour. Uh, I don't know, I know it's probably not just called green, but it's like this kind of, is it unfair if I call it a moss green? It's darker than that, isn't it? It's like a military car. Yeah, it's a military green, yeah. Green, yeah. It, it looks, it looks, ah. Uh, it looks so good. Yeah. The new that, that's, the, yeah. that's the car you want to take to the autobahn and just floor it. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, got, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Audi e-tron was a nice drive, but this seems like they've really given it, uh, they've added some spice to that sauce, isn't it? Yeah. Like the RS version of it, I think you're looking at mm. 637 brake horsepower in, in a pure, pure electric car. Jesus. <sighs> like... <laughs> Yeah. And to be fair, and even with all that power, the range is like 280 miles, which I, in my humble opinion, I think that's decent for a, for a powerful car that you're going to be putting your foot down every now and then just to, just to get the feel for it. Like it does zero to 62 in 3.3 seconds. Oof. Top Oof. speed, 155 miles per hour. So, Oof. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beast of a car. The stats I, I are wait, looking good. I can't good. wait for them to have it here. Yeah, the stats are looking good. I think, I think, Tommy, when we get our hands on it, yeah, me and you, I think I have a feeling that the way we're going to drive it means that we might not get that kind of 200 and whatever plus. I think we're going to be closer to like the 200 mark on the mileage, the way we're going to be driving that round because um, <laughs> it looks like something that is really, really a yeah, fun yeah. drive. Inside, it yeah. looks nice already. The outside looks beautiful. I want to see how that translates to real life as well because, you know, never know and you know what they've done they've actually moved the screen that we spoke about they've moved it down mm -hmm. a bit on the inside of the car right remember we mentioned that about the about the q the q2 they've actually moved it into a position which looks a lot more friendly it looks a lot more attractive where they placed it in the car it's like yeah, a bit yeah further yeah, yeah. down in the center console yeah that's something i expect from them anyway when it comes to any of these like coupe exactly cars like they always have it there it's, yeah. it's usually their hatchbacks and the uh suvs with the compact suvs where it's a bit yeah, it sticks out in the middle and then they move it. Like the new A3, they've moved it down as well to the middle. Uh, to what? Lower, sorry. Rather than a stick in, a screen sticking out. But yeah, yeah it's... Man. Oh man, I can't... There's a, there's a video online of someone doing the 0 to 60 miles per hour. I think it's by, it's by a, a publication called roadandtrack.com mm -hmm. uh, and you can just see it launch and go. It's incredible. It just okay. goes... And it's such a heavy car as well. You have to bear that in mind. And it's still be, it's being able to sh to do that weight, shift that weight like that. It's crazy. Where, where, where are we taking it when we get our hands on it, though? That's the, that's the question. Uh, I think bearing in mind, it's still electric. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's going to be take. I think I'll take it to the new forest. I think that's a safe, safe bet. Now that I know where there's a fast charge near it on the way back. So, yeah. There you go. 
you know I've noticed about electric cars as well? You're only as fast as the charger that is available to you as well. So you could have a car that's ridiculously fast, but one thing that needs to happen in this country is we need to get a better network of fast chargers. Absolutely. Yeah, me. Right, anything Absolutely. else you want to talk to before we wrap up the show today? Um, have you seen that Jack Dorsey was selling a tweet and someone put a bid in for like millions? No, that's a... <laughs> really? So this is... This is all like NFT thing, or I don't know if our people are saying Nifty or whatever. Yeah. And it's part of a Ethereum Ethereum blockchain. Right. And basically, it's a way to sell, uh, to digitally sell a piece of art. So like, it could okay. be music, it could be a drawing, it could be a video. Um, and like, I think it's uh, Games or Grimes, sorry, sold, sold a, a, a video or something for like, 360k or some something like that don't quote me on it but a lot of money mm-hmm. um and then someone else sold something else and i think logan paul made like uh the other day he made like five million or something like that like in in a few hours in a few hours if not less selling Flipping selling out. one of these digital things and um uh, so jack dorsey was like well maybe i could sell a tweet <laughs> <laughs> And lo and behold, he put up a tweet just saying, um, ah, "Let me let me load it up." He says, "Just setting up my tweet, Twitter," which is, I think, what he what the first tweet was yeah. when Twitter launched back in the day or something. Um, and someone someone's made two two point five million dollars bid for it, which is the highest as it stands. I don't know how long they can hold the auction for that kind of stuff, but what I don't get is, what do you do with that tweet? Like, do you own it? Like is that is that now yours or I, I don't get it? Yeah, what do you actually? Do? Yeah, what do you actually do? Like, I, yeah, I, like I don't. I've I got to wrap my head around it because I get it. Like, Grimes sold some art, right? Yeah. Like Grimes sold art. You could sell something that's like kind of a thing, but what do you do with the tweet? Like, do you own the tweet? I mean, some some articles I read are saying that basically you're buying you're buying an autograph. Um, oh, right. Because it's it, that tweet by Jack Dorsey. That's it's basically a sign that is that's his tweet. So if you buy it, you're basically buying his signature, saying yeah, he he, he did this and I I, I own it. But I, I'm not sure how the ownership works in some in terms of if I look at that tweet now, I can screenshot it, I can save it, I can retweet it, I can do whatever I want with it, right? So exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like you could, which you part could, of it? Yeah. I mean, online now, it's very hard to own something that's a picture right now, isn't it? Yeah, because even the platforms that you're sharing it on, they're not yours. And they have their own policies. Like Instagram, for example, they have some some, right, some sort of rights to images that you post on, on Instagram. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man, but it's such a funny, funny time to be alive. <laughs> it is. What a time <laughs> to be alive, things. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll keep an eye on that because I, I was trying to, I was trying to get my head around that, but I was just like, Meh, okay. Because um, a digital file can be copied as many times as you want. But anyway, look, let's keep, let's get back to that next time. Should we keep talking about that next time then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I, I, you're putting out loads of great content at the moment on Instagram, um, including, a, oh, actually, the Jaguar that you were in, actually, before we go. Oh, can we just talk about that? That looked beautiful. Oh, man, it's such a, like the, the Jaguar F-Type R. And uh, basically, they, in Sorrento Yellow, I, they they posted about it a while ago, and I saw that colour, and I was just like, man, this will look beautiful to take pictures of. Mm. <laughs> and I literally just replied to the tweet being like, get me in that car please <laughs> and a uh, couple of days later I got an email from the PR and it was like oh yeah we, we 
you'll probably get hold of this if you if that's something you want. And I was like, yes, please, absolutely. But they had none in the UK, so they've had to ship one in from Global. And uh, the, <clears throat> the guy turned up in a in a big lorry with the car, and um, just looking at the car, I was just like, man, this is such a beautiful car. <laughs> yeah. And people stopped by to take pictures pictures with it parked up uh, in front of the house and I was just like oh wow this is drawing attention but it's such a fast car it sounds amazing uh, yeah I love everything about it apart from like I think the back of it looks much nicer than the front though but all in all it's a really nice car yeah makes one heck of a sound when it's taking off as well bro oh uh, yeah yeah jeez the videos that you put online man um, and if we do want to check out everything you're doing can you just tell everyone where we can check you out bro yeah, I'm at Gadgets Boy, G-A-D-G-E-T-S-B-O-Y, uh, on all platforms. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely make sure you check out his Insta as well, because he's always posting stuff. Oh, and Twitter as well, man. Very entertaining. Um, I'm at Marcus Bronzy, M-A-R-C-U-S-B-R-O-N-Z-Y, and How to Kill an Hour on all social medias as well, man. Thanks for coming on the show, bro. Let's not leave it too long before you pop on next time. Anytime, man. Always, always a pleasure, bro. Appreciate that, man. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. 2 presented by Nissan is live now and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way we're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas you will be timed misguided plans I grew up in the city so I have like you know a healthy fear of real extreme darkness <laughs> a lot of laughs y'all weird but you yeah you you were different and so much more listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.